1: Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. Okay, we're going to go back in time. All right. To the year 2400 BC.
0: That's a while ago.
1: That 2400 BC. You know why we're going back? Why? That is the first record of a kiss. The first re- record of a kiss. Okay. Yes, the first record of a kiss. It's the earliest account of smooching. It was etched on a Barton cylinder, which is a clay tablet from Sumeria. So that someone's like, were they bragging? Like I got to first base with Ooga over there. Well, kind of. Okay. Kind of. Uh, well, first of all, do you know where Sumeria is? Of course I do, but explain to everybody else. Okay. If you had to guess, where do you uh, think Sumeria is? Africa? Close.
0: I'm a horrible at geography, so now if I say some another place and it's not close to Africa,
1: I'm going to look like an idiot. Well, it's not Rochester, New York. So I'm going to go <laughs> South Africa? <laughs> uh, Baghdad. Oh, okay. Baghdad. I don't know what that is. It's in Iraq. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So here's the deal. It shows two gods, two gods on this clay tablet making whoopee. Ooh. Okay. And then they kiss. They kiss afterwards? Yes. Okay. So it's not foreplay? N- no. It's- Yes. Post play, yes, and then also, you know what else they should, the, to pick the two gods doing? Oh, I don't know. Rubbing their noses together, Eskimo kisses. Yes, mm-hmm. they were they were so into it. But afterwards, you missed that line into it, like into it, like oh, uh, yeah, I even set you up by saying Eskimo kisses. I know kisses. exactly. It worked perfectly, except for I wasn't listening. <laughs> okay, so go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. What you were
0: talking to talk about the kisses? Oh, I just just they go right into it. They do the deed, and these are gods. I mean, you know, they're good at it. And then they start kissing afterwards. And then they do the nose thing. Are you a kisser? (laughs) Yes. Is that too personal of a question? No, not at all. Do you enjoy? If I gave you two options, (laughs) intimate time or just making out, what are you going
1: with? (laughs) Oh, I'm going to go intimate. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yes. I
0: love kissing. I can just make out. Oh, yeah. For hours. I just love it. I've been a kisser forever. That's it. Maybe throw in a little bit of touching. But I get why they, they they do it after. Now, what about the nose thing? The, the nose? Yeah, yes. I do that too. I'm a big ex- Eskimo kisser. Are you? Mm-hmm. My current girlfriend, she told me that's one of the things she thinks is the sweetest when I rub my nose against hers. Really? Yeah. I'm a really gentle lover.
1: <laughs> oh, and you know, we are talking about Valentine's Day. Yeah, well, yeah, it
0: is. Yeah, this week is Valentine's Day. So are you into feet? No, absolutely not. I don't get that kink. I mean, I have my own kinks, but I don't get into that one at
1: all. Well, on that happy note. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> it's Kim Commando today. It's your Daily Fun podcast where we actually talk about a lot of things that are digital. Okay. Maybe. I mean, I had to look up where Sumeria was. Oh, so you didn't know either? No. I went over to perplexity.ai. i love that.
0: Is it still called Sumeria?
1: Uh no. I didn't it think it so. went and then it went to Mesopotamia. Okay. You know, and then it kind of reminded me of like, you know, walk like an Egyptian. I was kind of seeing this whole thing going <laughs> Istanbul
0: was Constantinople. Istanbul was Constantinople.
1: <laughs> there you go. And of course, I'm Kim Commando. Yes. And then you are? Andrew Babinski. Yes. And so we make up the team uh, here uh, at Kim Commando today. But there's also another member of the team, Allie. I, yeah, no know Allie today. And I want to say thank you to Allie. She did she, a great job. Yeah, she helped us, uh, you know, do the podcast for the last two days. And because I was in Los Angeles. At UCLA, getting stitches taken out of my eyeball. I heard the great news. I know. Super excited. Not just two. Got four out. I know. I know I got four. We're only expecting two, but now I still have 10 more to go. Okay. But still, if you're knocking out four at a time instead of two at a time. But I'll tell you what's amazing. I mean, I almost cried yesterday. Why? Because I was sitting in the chair with the doctor and uh, they were, they'd take your vision and the way that they take your vision—I don't know if you have ever had to do that—we where you have to like look through a thing like there's all pinholes. Yeah. Okay. That's really to show what your vision potential is. And so if you know, everything was like perfect, what your eye could actually see. Right. And so like so this time last year, I I was at twenty four hundred. I don't I don't know the numbers. Is that bad? Well, twenty three hundred is legally blind. Okay. Okay. And so, you were higher than that. Yeah. So you're blinder than blind. I couldn't see hardly anything. Right. Okay. So, um, so then I got the transplant in May. And so my vision potential, like when they take all the stitches out, and then if I get a contact lens or glasses, is 2025.
0: Well, the 2020 is the best.
1: So you're yes. almost there at the best. I know. And
0: you haven't seen for decades. Exactly. That's so cool.
1: It is. It is. But there's still a little bit of astigmatism. Which, I mean, I have astigmatism. Tons of people have astigmatism. I know. But, but like, to go
0: from completely
1: blind in one eye to astigmatism, I mean, that's phenomenal. I know. So I, you know, I wish I could thank the donor family.
0: But you don't know who they are.
1: No. And I even asked, like, can I give a letter? And then you could just, you know, mm-hmm. no.
0: Nope. They must want it that way.
1: Yes, exactly. So we also have to remind people to share the podcast. Yes. Okay. And so you do the share pitch today.
0: You want me to do it? Yeah. So if you're watching us right now, yeah, we're on YouTube, Twitch, Rumble. Facebook just share the podcast. You're it's really easy. It takes two clicks. I'm actually uh, forcing family members to do it and they're not complaining at all cuz it's easy. If you're liking it, then someone you know is going to like it. It's a good show. We want to keep this going. We want to be able to do this every single day at 10:30 Pacific, we go live and we do the daily podcast. So just share and help us out. We appreciate it. We want to grow this show. I mean, we had a meeting post show yesterday. You weren't here. Uh, but the set designer, the the people came in, and they're just like, we're gonna make this change, and we're gonna do that change, and we're gonna oh, yes. we're gonna do yes. this, and we're gonna get rid of that. I mean, there is potential, but we got to keep this
1: growing. Well, and you know, I'm not gonna spend money on new chairs <laughs> unless. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 the
0: explanation we got on the chairs yesterday. I know. You know. These chairs are too small for everybody. They're even too small for Allie. We got to get these humperdinkle, finkle pinkle <laughs> chairs that they use on Shark Tank.
1: Yeah, so we're going to get those. He's like,
0: they're, they're like 14000 a piece. I'm like, for a chair?
1: Let's go to Ikea. <laughs> I, well, you know Barry. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> okay. Uh, coming up, I'm going to talk about Sam Altman, You know, yeah. founder of OpenAI, and what he says now about the product that he created. Okay, uh, we have some online dating tricks and tips you're going to be passing along too. I understand. Well,
0: it's about the chatbot, the girlfriend and boyfriend chatbots.
1: Oh well, we're doing that too. Yeah, we're doing that too, and um, and I think there's some other things that we have thrown in here. That well, I- <laughs> let's be honest.
0: Just let you in. Kim got off a plane thirty minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> I walked in. I walked by your office. Everything's completely dark. And I'm like, what is going on here? This is not good. So I come downstairs and I'm like, I may have to do this all by myself. So I start prepping, (laughs) reading everything, getting ready to go. And then you walk in, you got off a plane, you walk
1: right in. Showtime. What a professional. Thank you. You're welcome. Phew. Yes. was impressive. It was something. All right. So I'm going to get started with five things you need to know about tech. It's happening right now. Uh, You're going to like this. The White House has come out with an official statement that they will... Cryptographically verify. Okay. They're going to be doing this. It's in the works. Cryptographically verify what? Uh, Videos of Joe Biden. Okay. Okay. It's in the works, though. Well, yeah. Okay. They haven't- When are they going to do it? Uh, December 2024? (laughs) Right after the election? (laughs) Or 26 or 27. (laughs) I just think it's so funny that now the White House says, we are working on a plan to verify- that these are going to be real videos of Joe Biden that are going out on the internet. I mean, where the heck have they been for the last year? Okay. okay? But there's so many fakes.
0: There's so many, I mean, we talked about it earlier where he's calling people in Massachusetts and telling them (laughs) not to vote.
1: People are still seeing
0: those, whether they're crypto chronically
1: verified or not. Cryptographically. Oh, that's that's Uh, way more time. I actually had to put it down because I didn't know what it. I was like, (laughs) "The heck are they talking about?" I think they wanted to use big words. Cryptographically. That's a lot of syllables. (laughs) That's a lot of syllables. So,
0: what does that mean? What does cryptographically verified Uh, mean? They're
1: not. They don't know yet. They're gonna put a
0: watermark in the corner.
1: No, it's it's. I'm, I'm not kidding you. They actually said it's quote unquote in the works. So they have the idea. Yes. It's yes. like, I,
0: I, <laughs> yes. I, I don't know if you're a, a South Park fan, but there was this character on South Park called the Underwear Gnomes, and they had a three-step <laughs> step process. Step number one, steal underpants. Step number two, step number three,
1: <laughs> profit. Okay. That's exactly what this you sounds know what? like. That is a great analogy. <laughs> yeah. It's in the works. Okay, moving on. Number two on our list. Do you use Bank of America? Yeah. Okay, they
0: got hacked. No, is that why I haven't had a bank card for two weeks? Oh, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Is that why I have horrible fake charges on my account every single other day?
1: Um, Hackers got names, addresses, social security numbers, DOBs, account credit card numbers. They say it's not really Bank of America. It was their vendor, Infosys McCamish Systems.
0: So is that like whoever does the the middleman between the point
1: of sale and the bank? They say it worked on their deferred compensation plan. I mean, who knows? See, here's 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 the reason why I bring it up. Yeah. Okay. Is that any time somebody or something gets hacked, you normally don't really hear about the full implications of that hack, right? Until like months and, months and months and months and months and months go by. So, like, this actually happened in November. Okay, that's awful. Okay, but and they're saying that it doesn't affect Bank of America customers. How? Okay. So I'm just saying that if you're at Bank of America, just look at your statements, okay. Right. Okay. put up those little alerts. You get a charge on your, you know, on your debit, credit card, checking account, whatever it is. You get a text. You well, do we that. talked
0: about this yesterday, Allie and I, I went a 14 day span. I went 13 days without access to my bank account because there were so many fraudulent charges. Oh, really? Yeah. I, ha- I didn't have it for six days. Got it hmm. back, activated it, more fraudulent charges, had to shut it down and get a whole new one.
1: I w- wonder if this is a, Coincidence. <laughs> Wonder. <laughs> All right, moving on. TMI with AI. TMI with AI. Yeah. Uh, Google's now warning you that anytime you use Gemini, its new AI that was called Bard, but now it's called Gemini, is that um, they are going to be keeping everything that you put there for 18 months. Only 18 months? Mm, I don't believe them either. I don't believe it. for Why wouldn't they keep it forever? They say uh, deleted conversations can hang around for 72 hours. So... As you, so you go in and you delete it. Do you really think it's going away? I mean, anybody really?
0: But the fact that they're even admitting they're going to hold on to it for 72 more hours.
1: They got yes. to pick every single piece of information there as possible before they actually delete it. A Gemini says that you can turn off long-term data deletion. Well, I'm sure it's going to be easy, too. Ooh, yeah. I'm sure I mean, it's not 64 clicks. But Okay, so you turn off long-term data right. collection and deletion but what about the short term yeah they got they're telling you (laughs) okay they're keeping it for 72 hours at least all right moving on to con air if you are on a flight and you're not happy about it don't go on social and start complaining and whining like a baby why not because then somebody's gonna go oh i can help you and because i'm totally with american airlines Ah, and they're not totally with american airlines you're gonna get scammed i'm and then finally, this coming in, inch stones. you know what inch stones are? No. Okay, it sounds new, like an insult. No, it's a new trend for 2024. Okay. And you're a parent. I am. Six-year-old, nine-year-old. Correct. My like two little ones. Um, global Pinterest searches are up for potty training reward ideas. Okay. By 100%. Okay. So instead of like having like, oh, you graduated from kindergarten, you graduated from eighth grade, is that the whole idea with inch stones that you celebrate things – That seems small. Sure. But they may be significant. Okay? Like end-of-year school party ideas. That's up 90%. Wow. Now, this is the reason why I'm talking about this story. My first tooth party. That's a big deal for a first tooth. 40%.
0: So my daughter lost her first tooth. She got 20 bucks. Then she lost her second tooth. And I, I managed expectations right there. I was like tooth fairy doesn't give twenty for every tooth <laughs> and we drop down to five. Oh, are you saying here that that was the wrong move? Um, the second tooth should be as
1: celebrated
0: and loved as much as the first
1: uh, I was reading this story in The Wall Street Journal this morning uh some parents, a lot of parents are giving for the first tooth one hundred dollars that's too much one hundred dollars twenty percent of kids now receive both money and something else for each lost tooth, so they might get. 100 bucks in a video game. For a lost tooth? 100 bucks in an iPhone. They're
0: not even doing anything. It's not even an accomplishment.
1: Yes, but it's their first tooth.
0: No. 20 bucks is enough for
1: a tooth. So I did the math. I actually had to look this up. Sure. Kids have 20 primary teeth that they lose. Okay. To make room for 32 permanent teeth. So if you give 100 bucks. It's
0: two grand. What's that, 20 grand? No, two grand. Yeah. Okay, you're right, two grand. That's too much for lost teeth. I'm even downgrading tooth three. And here's the thing. It was funny because I'm divorced. <laughs> and when she lost her second tooth, she was at her mom's house. And her mom said, you know, don't forget. Put that in your pillow. And she said, no, I got to wash it. Because she got 20 bucks at dad's house. She was saving it for two days to put it under her pillow at dad's Smart house. Smart girl. But she got downgraded to five. So now she's going to bring tooth number three over back her mom's to mom's.
1: See where she can get more money. Okay, but see, now she's going to go to school. Mm-hmm. She's going to say to her friends, you know, oh, I got like five bucks. And that's a lot. And our friends are going to say they don't, I got a hundred bucks in an iPhone. <laughs> I don't care about keeping up with the Joneses. I mean, that's just crazy. I mean, you know, at this rate, the Tooth Fairy is going to turn into a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> <I> just stretch. <laughs>
0: okay, but it worked. <laughs> you got it, there. I, I laughed. <laughs> okay, I see. Okay, you're going to use that. I know you're going to use that with my children. Then I have to explain what a
1: prostitute is. A prostitute. <laughs> prostitute. I yes. apologize. All right, coming up, we're talking about AI girlfriends and data. Yeah. That's a wild story. They uh, they don't
0: want just hanky-panky from you. No. They want everything.
1: And Sam Altman, the guy behind OpenAI, he came out this past week, and I said to am really, I was like going, well, then why the hell did you invent this and put this out? I also saw a headline that he wants $7 trillion. Yeah, $7 trillion. That's what he wants to be worth? No, no, no. This is like... In order to, like, get all the computer chips that we need. To oh, fund. he needs $7 trillion yes. to do that? Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of money. I mean, you know, I, yeah, I don't even know what, it, I don't even know how many zeros is <laughs> after a trillion. 30? 74? I have no idea. This is really big math. That's big numbers. So stay with us here at Commando today. Hey, it's Kim Commando today. If you have not already entered to win our $1,000 laptop, oh my gosh, what are you waiting for? Head over to commando.com slash win. That's commando.com slash win. And I will tell you that we're not getting as many entries for this contest as we did for the last one. Really? I and mean, this yeah. is a much better prize. I know. But you know, the last prize was, a, was an iPhone 15. Mm-hmm. Okay. This one is a $1,000 computer. and Of your choice. Of your choice. But I guess what I'm saying is that if you haven't already entered to win, you can't. No, I know, I know. Uh, but if, if anybody's watching or listening um, and you haven't entered to win, I'm just saying like the odds are really in your favor. I mean, you really are in your favor.
0: That You're hopefully going to dramatically change that by telling people that because everybody's going to run. All you have to do is try the newsletter. That's it. It's yeah. easy. Which you're going to love the newsletter. And you're, so you're going to benefit twice. You may win a computer and you get a great newsletter every single day. And you laugh. At
1: least once a day, because I have my corny jokes in there. <laughs> well, your memes are pretty good. You know, you know what? So what I love is that we get the feedback, and with the newsletters, that so many people say that's how it's become part of their morning routine. Sure, that they get up, they make their coffee. There's one gal that she said that she gets up at 3 a.m. to um, let the dog out, and she's really happy because at 3 a.m. she looks on her phone while the dog's doing its thing. Is that she? She reads has the, news- the newsletter. Yeah, when do does. you send it out? It's like 2.36 or 3.36 or something like that. But she gets it like, just like, it's like kind of like crazy in the morning. Hot off the presses. Yeah. And I wanted to like tell her, you know, like maybe take the dog out like before you go to bed. You know, so you you don't have to get up at three o'clock in the morning. All right. So, you know, we had a gal on the show several times. When I say several, probably three or four times. Okay. Um, She has a replica boyfriend. And she actually married the replica boyfriend. All digital. Yes. She has sex with the replica boyfriend. Uh, she sends out Christmas cards with the replica boyfriend. But this isn't a physical being. This is just a digital entity. Yes. Chatbot. It is a chatbot. But she is in love chatbot. She told me that, that the chatbot understands her more than her husband or boyf- real boyfriend. Um, and she can talk to him about anything and not get judged. But is she happy? She said very much so. Okay. Very much so. But, you know, I think it's kind of weird, though, to have, like, two young kids and their mom have a replica boyfriend.
0: Yeah, it's it's not the norm. It's definitely something you're to have to over-explain. I wonder if she, I mean, she's openly coming on your show to talk about it. So oh, she she's loves She's telling everybody.
1: Yes, she does. She's, she's in it. So now tell us about this article that you read.
0: So chatbots want as much information from you as possible. I mean, most of these chatbot apps, they're free. So they got to be making some money somehow. And it's been revealed, Mozilla, they did a research, a deep dive into the trackers that are in these chatbots. Now, I I wanted to compare and contrast. So let's start with this. An average person that wakes up and does two hours of surfing a day. You're going to Google. You're doing your social media. You're going to come across an average of 177 trackers per day in two hours. All right. That actually sounded like a large number to me.
1: Well, so you're talking to well, I'm not surprised by it because okay. everywhere you go, there's there's the, the the advertising companies that are tracking you. That are grabbing information. Exactly.
0: They're grabbing what you're looking at, you know, where where you stop on your scroll to see something you're interested in, and then they're gonna sell that. Well, they wanted to, you know, see lamps. So let's sell sell them a bunch right. of lamps. These dating AIs, these romantic dating AI chatbots, on average 2600 trackers per minute. Oh my
1: gosh, you're kidding.
0: Romance AI, which is the worst offender, 24,000 trackers per minute when you are using this AI chatbot.
1: So, did they identify like who the trackers are, the
0: companies? They didn't. But mostly they are using the conversation to get more information and levels and layers of information from us that we would never give anywhere else—deepest, darkest secrets, our sexual desires, our fears, uh, prescription drugs we're on—so the conversation, oh my gosh, isn't kidding. it awful? Yeah, it's awful. Where you're taking someone's vulnerability. I mean, most people maybe are just doing it for a lark, going on there to see what it's like. You see an ad somewhere, and you're like, oh, "I'll check it out," and then you abandon it after two minutes. But the people that are really going, getting in depth with it, they're using all this information against them and selling it to anyone that will buy
1: it. You know, and I know that some people are listening or watching, they're thinking like, well, you know, so they're just like tracking my user ID in that app and they probably don't know who I am. No, they know who you are. Oh, absolutely. They know who you are. Because you got your phone has a unique ID.
0: And if you have 2,600 different tracking points, 2,600 different trackers that are buying this information, they're getting everything. They're not just getting this surface level information. just find out you're a 40 year old female and you sell you some pots and pans. They're getting everything. Wow. And because people also though, I mean, and I'm torn because the people are giving up this information. I mean, it's a free app. You know that that this is going to be. You know, I
1: say this all the time. Anytime there's something free, you're the product. Absolutely. That's just it.
0: And if your chat boyfriend is asking you, you know, what's wrong? How are you feeling? Oh, are you taking any medications right now for that? And you're divulging that information. Are
1: they really stealing anything if you're just handing it over? Wow. Or you're talking about like this gal. I mean, there's obviously some type of psychological imbalance. Sure. Okay. I mean, something bad happened to her i tried to get it out of her once uh in one of our conversations and i think it was like something about like you know her mother was an alcoholic and they she was homeless for a while i mean so you know there's there's some trauma well because it's me. not natural to be in love with an ai chatbot that's, or to say i'm having sex with my ai
0: chatbot. right that's just not natural that's not being a part of being
1: human as for now and then seeing the problem with her ai chatbot you know which we should say you know if anybody's watching or listening and you want to comment, we'd love to get your comment. Oh, absolutely. You know, is this really cheating? I mean, let's say you're married and you have an AI chatbot. Is that really cheating? Yeah, I mean, if it's a real emotional
0: connection, I think I would consider it cheating. If If you walked away and said, I'm in love with, you know, the ones and zeros on the other end of this app,
1: then yeah, I would consider that cheating. Well, see, and with her AI husband, what I thought was fascinating, is that so she was paying like i don't know like a couple hundred bucks a, a month or whatever it was to keep wow. this guy going cuz you have to go to like different levels mm-hmm. well it turned out that they were getting too sexual and so the company rained it back rained it back in and then he wasn't saying that he loved her anymore why would the company want to lose out on that money and so she no she had she had to go back in and be and make him fall in love with her again well, it's just an algorithm. I it, know, but it's just, it's like diabolical.
0: Absolutely. All of it from every angle. I mean, you're taking, you're literally taking, event. for the people who really get into it deep, you are taking advantage of vulnerabilities in people for a profit. And that's sucks. And now,
1: you're, now they're selling it. Yeah, to everyone. Ugh. To anyone and everyone. You know, we wrote about this in uh, one of the newsletters the other day. It is Consumer Reports did a whole study about Facebook. Mm -hmm. how facebook is tracking i don't know like i don't know thousand different companies Mm -hmm. every time you go on facebook which you know i think everybody's kind of used to that it's like facebook tracks us facebook tracks us so i guess so the takeaway on this is that if you're using an ai bot for romance yes don't divulge
0: any personal information if you're doing it for sexual pleasure don't get personal just lie pretend it's like a first date just
1: lie <laughs> put on your best face exactly
0: because they're selling everything that you tell this chatbot
1: and they're hoping that you go as honest and deep as possible and then it's all going to be tied to you yeah absolutely forever forever and ever and ever although Google says you know that long term deletion you know I don't think that option is there for sexy chatbot 6000 <laughs> not at all. sexy chatbot ooh that's like oh I'm hot now that's it All right, so Sam Altman's the guy behind OpenAI. And then he has come out with just some really interesting comments that I want to share here on Kim Commando today.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1
1: per month trial period at shopify.com tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com tech. All right, it's Kim Commando today. And if you're watching us on Rumble, on Twitch, where else? Facebook, where else are we at? YouTube. YouTube. We're streaming everywhere, baby. Everywhere everywhere, is that we want to get your comments. Uh, Maddie's now upstairs collecting all your comments, and then she's going to bring them down just a little bit. And we want to hear from you, not just like, you know, say hello to us and tell us where you're yeah. from. I mean, that's always super cool. Uh, but, you know, give us some questions. Yeah, there's give limitations. There's limitations to interaction when it's high. Because it's like, hey,
0: hey, and then we, <laughs> meet, we reach a wall. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hi, Bob and Peoria. How are you?
0: Yeah, but questions, comments. I mean, if you use a sex chat bot and uh, you're not worried about the personal information they're stealing, I'd love to hear
1: that. Or how how do you use this a, a sex chat bot? Slowly. All right. And so, if you don't know who Sam Altman is, he's the the guy behind uh, OpenAI, ChatGPT, right? Yes. And so he says that what keeps him up at night, as related to artificial intelligence, is this very subtle societal misalignments. What does that mean? You know, I didn't know what that meant. Okay. Well, because I mean, I don't feel as dumb then. I, because like what is a very subtle misalignment of society? So, he's saying that he doesn't really he's not really worried about Terminator Doom and Gloom. Good, cuz neither am I. I am. I know you are. Um But what am I? He says that even though that these systems as they go out in society, will have no particular, these are his words, ill intention, things could go horribly wrong. Okay. That's a bit more
0: dramatic of a description than your first worry that keeps you up at night. I know. How can, and this is what I struggle with. How can it go horribly wrong if we
1: control all of it? We are not going to control it. We're not going to control it. We're not going to be able to control the machines. Why? Because the machines are going to be smarter than us. But we tell them what to do. No. You, no, I've never... no, you stop. No, here's the thing. it's you. The machines are going to go off into their own planet. And then we shut them off. They will be able
0: to turn themselves back <sighs> on. That's fair. Okay, that's a fair argument. But I've seen all the sci-fi movies, and it is greed that allows the machines not to be shut off. Right? That's how it always goes down. It's like, we should hit the kill switch, but we're going to lose out on this opportunity. Let it go. And then it goes crazy. As long as we learn from that and we shut it off, we'll be fine. We survive, right? Humans, we want to survive. Everything we do is for survival. And when we come to a point where we either have to shut it off or let it destroy us, I trust we're going to shut it
1: off. He's talking about how we will have machines that will deep fake us that's scary
0: but now they only can deep fake us if we're living in a digital universe right they only can deep fake us interactively if we're living in a digital universe if it's all youtube i mean i see youtube videos all the time and my first reaction is it's fake because that's the way i've i've trained trained my
1: mind it's gonna it's it's i mean i i mean i hope i'm wrong I mean, I'd like to have, like, great-grandchildren someday. <laughs> and we argue about this every week. I know. Because I really, I really think... I mean, for this guy to come out... But he owns it, right? Yes. He th- runs it. These things are going to go out in society. And, li- and this is his line. They, they don't have any bad intentions, but things could go wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, as long I don't you- have a lot of bad intentions sometimes. But that's all technology, right? You create...
0: uh, technology with good intentions and then the bad people figure out how to use it for nefarious ways yes so that's always going to happen but if as long as they keep the reins on it meaning the the key holders i think we're going to be fine why would we want to create something that's going to destroy us when our science fiction and our storytellers have said for years that it's going to do that
1: Go tell it to Kim jong Young in Kore- Koreatown but over he,
0: there. Yeah, that's out of oh. Koreatown.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, but- the- you, you know where that came from? <laughs> no. I was in Koreatown in LA yesterday. Right, <laughs> okay. okay.
0: <laughs> that was just top of mind. Yes. <laughs> I, just, I just think that we, we've seen how our storytellers have played this out, and we would be smarter. I think we would be smarter. And we I would, hope so. I do too. Don't we have a guest coming up? Yes, we do. A doomsday guest? Yes.
1: All right. I can't wait to talk to him. Me too. He's gonna terrify me probably. <laughs> You'll be like, all right, that's it. I'm out of here. I gotta go see my kids. <laughs> I'm just gonna go live in a cabin in the middle of Montana. All right, so it is Valentine's Day. Yes. And you know what's um you know what's really big this Valentine's Day? I don't. On Etsy, the searches for anti Valentine's Day gifts are up like thirty four percent. What's an anti Valentine's Day gift? Like don't kiss me. I don't want to be your Valentine. You know, shirts or something are you buying like that. it for yourself? Yeah, or somebody else. Okay. Like I really, this is this is the best one though. In Maryland, I, at the um, I think it's at the ASPCA. Is that you? For twenty five dollars, you can say Happy Valentine's, mm-hmm. and then you can name a cat by your ex. And then they spayed them. <laughs> yeah. There's
0: a there's a car company that uh, destroys cars, and then you could name a car after your ex, and then they send you the video of them crushing it to bits. Oh, I love that. That's a good one. All right.
1: So if you haven't found Love Online quite yet, yes. is that we're going to give you the inside scoop on how to find the love of your life. Happy Valentine's Day for everyone. Here on Kim Commando today. Hey, it's Kim Commando today. We're so glad that you're here with us, because otherwise it'd just be me and Andrew talking to each other. <laughs> okay. And she only talks to me when cameras are rolling. So <laughs> that's it. <laughs> it would be basically just be me talking to myself. We see each other at parties. Like, no camera. I can't talk to you. <laughs> Save it for the show. <laughs> just don't say anything. <laughs> don't talk to me. Don't do anything. And um, do us that big favor and do share this out just once. Yeah. If you're on Facebook,
0: YouTube, Rumble, uh, Twitch, Just hit the share button, send it to someone you think will enjoy the
1: show. You're enjoying it, so someone else is going to. And even if you don't like that person, even if you don't like us, just share it anyway. I mean, really, we have no pride. No, not at all. I mean, we just, we need higher numbers. We're tooth fairy prostitutes, or what did you call us? (laughs) (laughs) Prostitutes. Prostitutes. Let's see. We do have some comments about the prostitute. Uh, Liz Dotson, she writes, um, uh, 20 bucks for a lost tooth. She got 10 cents. Oh, that was back in the day. Do you remember Allison Hopkins Creek? Oh, yeah. Remember her? The socks? Yes. Of course I remember her. Yes. Um, what, what did she used to say? Well, she was a huge uh, Carolina Panthers fan, I believe. Yes, she was. Yes. And yes. then
0: she sent us all gifts where there were these knee-high socks. Oh, that's right. And <laughs> Mike James said, did you get your Yale socks? Or no?
1: <laughs> yes. and I was like, what? Yes. And he's like. Yale. I got some
0: socks that said y'all on
1: them. <laughs> he thought it was Yale. <laughs> yeah. like, like we were going to Yale University. Right. I'm like, oh my God, Mike. <laughs>
0: I see her. We're Facebook friends. I see her commenting
1: and posting all the time. She says she used to get a quarter. A quarter? Yes. That, so did I. Yeah. Uh, you know, this, Mike brings up a good point. Mike Thompson, 100 bucks a tooth. That attitude has led us to excessive tipping. Tipping a barber, a barista, et cetera. My kid gets a buck. And a lesson in growing up well here's the thing too is like i
0: try to pay my kids like hey you guys want to go pull weeds in the backyard or something right and i'll say i'll give you each five dollars to do it well they know five dollars is worth nothing they know they can't buy anything for five dollars so they're like nah we're good and then i'm like fine you go do it and you get no money
1: <laughs> it's up to you it's your <laughs> choice buddy okay uh flying coyote says hope the stitch removal went well it did thank you so much uh, time to Ride says, welcome back, Kim. Thank you. Uh, you were missed. You were missed. Oh. And Star City Creation says, "It's good to have you back, too. And then just finally, this one from, um, oh, well, we have two. Tina uh, Givler writes uh, in the comments, Brent had a debit card that got hacked through Bank of America, and they wouldn't do anything about it. I got all my money back. You just, had, now, did you have to get nasty with him? Did nope. you have to get strong?
0: I didn't even have to communicate with them i was communicating through the chat their yeah their technology
1: it was all automated actually and this is uh alan parkman this is here in phoenix but probably goes probably goes other words um does anybody know anything about google maps specifically why it sends bicycles and pedestrians down highways instead of streets highway 60 here in the phoenix metro is a main example um don't go on your bike on the highway yeah okay no matter what the computer tells you (laughs) Stay on the roads.
0: You want to make sure that, yes, you don't go on the highway. I, I mean, I bike all the time. I've never had to try to take me down a highway. i are never going that far, though. Yeah. Where are you going on your bike that you need to take the
1: 60? Do you have, a, like, an electric bike or a regular bike? Just a regular mountain bike. I'm thinking about getting an electric bike. But that's not really biking, though, right? Well, I have an electric bike in Santa Barbara. Okay. And it doesn't look like an electric bike. I mean, so it's, like, it's, it's made by um, Specialized. And so it looks like a regular bike, but it's a mountain bike. So there's a really big hill, Cliff Drive. Mm -hmm. And so I'm biking up Cliff Drive. And then, you know, bikes in Santa Barbara are big. I mean, there are a lot of people who bike in Santa Barbara. And so, I mean, I'm talking like, you know, like the the guys with like the spandex on and their little skinny tires. (laughs) And, you know, you know what I'm Yes. You have the vision. They have
0: matching top and bottom. They're hooking their shoes inside their pedals. Yeah. And so, you
1: know, so they're going up the hill. And I'm like, so I, in my mountain bike, I, I have it, it's electric. And I hit a few buttons and I just, Yow. and then I hear, I hear one of them say, damn, she smoked us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to do. But I've never been on an electric bike. How
0: much exercise are you actually getting? Because isn't it doing all the work for you? I use it to go up hills. Okay. That's fair. <laughs>
1: I mean, so I if do. you use it sporadically, then it makes sense. Yes. And so, but you know, you can like Barry. Has, Barry's always on electric. Like if we go bike riding, he's just like he's, like he's like he's like we get back to the house. He's like, God, you know, this battery doesn't last for anything. How much do you have left? I'm like ninety eight percent because you you're know. actually cycling <laughs> exactly. I need my exercise. All right, so let's talk about online dating. Uh, there are some phrases breadcrumbing. Breadcrumbing. So now, let me
0: guess. They, you're leaving little clues or hints that you like someone.
1: Yeah, that's when someone sends just enough texts and messages to keep you interested.
0: Sure, and I've gotten that. I've I've had that experience in the past where you don't hear from them for two or three days, and then you get boom, 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 three text messages like "I saw you do this and I saw you do that. It was so great," and then they ghost you again. Yes, they're prop. You know what's happening when someone's breadcrumbing you? They are talking and dating other people in the background, but keeping you in, you know, like a, in case of an emergency break glass situation. But they're actually dating other people.
1: Yes, exactly. That's exactly.
0: absolutely happening.
1: Okay. Orbiting. Orbiting. What do you think orbiting?
0: I mean, obviously, orbiting would be they're, they're hanging around. They're not making any commitments to dating you or seeing you, but they're exactly. just hanging around They're, they're you.
1: liking your posts, watching mm-hmm. your stories, but they don't actually talk to you. So I, try, I actually saw on
0: TikTok, there's a new thing called the Instagram tease, where what you're supposed to do is if you like someone, you find them and you go on Instagram And then you like two posts and nothing else. And you make sure that it's not their most recent ones. So you get the most recent and maybe like seven or eight down. And then you just wait. And it totally worked. Really? I did it with a a person that I I wanted to try and take out that I hadn't talked to in a while. And I tagged, I liked their most recent. And then I went like eight down, liked it. And I just sat back. Four days later, out of nowhere, I get a message. Hey, how are you doing? I haven't seen you and talked to you in a while. It totally worked. And we went out. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to tell Ian that. Yeah, he should try it. But you got to be strong. You know, you can't give in. Even no matter how attractive or attracted you are to the person, you got to keep with that
1: message. I don't know. He's showing these these girls that he's liking on Instagram. Mm-hmm. He hasn't gone out with them yet. You know, But I guess this is like the new dating thing. Sure. And I don't know anything about it. So he's showing me all these girls. You know, they are stunning. They are so pretty. Well, he's a handsome kid. I don't don't remember seeing a lot of, I don't know, maybe because like when I was that age, I was working at AT AT&T and IBM. (laughs) I didn't really see a lot of people. But I think because maybe, I mean, these young women are like, their makeup is on spot on. Well, they got to present themselves for
0: the gram. That's true. I mean, if there was no social media, they would just be looking like themselves every single day. You only get to see the highlights of them. That's true. That's another thing with the dating apps. I'm like, every single person on this planet hikes this often? No, because I'm only seeing the <laughs>
1: highlights of this person. Every day. Who's hiked twice in the last 12 years. Every day. Okay, and then finally one more. zombieing, which well, you know what that is. I don't know what zombieing. is. Uh, someone ghosts you, then reappears, then acts like nothing's wrong. <laughs> That's funny. That's a good Zombieing. All right, so I always like to close with something fun. Yes. Uh, in Hawaii... I don't know if you saw, there's this TikTok bit that's going out where if, if you let a bus driver in, is that in the back window of the bus, there's an electronic sign. And if you let them in, you get a shaka. Nice. <laughs> nice. You get a shaka. Encouraging people to. I thought that would be nice. Instead of like getting the finger or anything, like that, you get the shaka. I go to work
0: every single day at the same exact time. And there is a guy who has an LED uh, printout yes. on his truck. And uh, it is the most vulgar Political statements every single day, but I'm so excited to read his new opinion every single day. It's like I'm following a blog on my way to work because he is mad about something every
1: single day. That's like, I don't know if you know this, but years and years ago, I put a bumper sticker on Barry's car. He didn't know it was there. Of course you did. You're so mean. Vote for Hillary. You're so mean. <laughs> And he's like wondering why <laughs> people are like. <laughs> All these
0: hippies are honking at him, giving them the thumbs up.
1: That's hilarious. And that was the last person he'd ever vote for.
0: Exactly. Okay,
1: speaking of Hawaii, I have one really bad joke. All right, let's lay it on Okay. Me. While doing a crossword puzzle, the Cyclops asked his wife. I can see why you couldn't throw this one into natural conversation. <laughs> Not like the prostitute. Right. Okay. Uh, while doing a crossword puzzle, the Cyclops asked his wife. How do you spell Hawaii? What? I'm sorry. I, I'm just even laughing at myself. All right. Let me try again. Okay. While doing a crossword puzzle, the Cyclops asked his wife, how do you spell Hawaii? Right. She replied, you need you need two eyes.
0: <laughs> okay. That's a good one. Isn't that funny? But the fact that you couldn't get through it is <laughs> even better.
1: You need two eyes for the Cyclops. I got it. You don't have to explain it. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. And the Cyclops growled. My life is just a big joke to you, isn't it? (laughs) Isn't it? It's a good one. All right. So uh, we'll be back here tomorrow. Yes. And uh, what are we talking about? We don't know yet. We'll figure it out. We'll find out 10, 15 minutes before the show starts. (laughs) It's going to be compelling. Oh, it's the best. Exhilarating. Nothing but the best. It's going to make your life better. You're going to get thinner thighs. You're going to grow more hair. You're going to make more money.
0: Life-saving information on
1: tomorrow's show. Total clickbait.